started as any other day. Yeah, we're back, baby. Welcome to another episode of Macabre Reality Bites. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. We love our mobsters. Thank you so much. Um, I am Josh, forever blazed and blessed. And of course, of course, I have Matt the Council with me here. As always, how we doing, my boy? I'm feeling, oh, I'm feeling great. I know. Had a good week. Very good, good week. Good, good, good month, good. really. Good month. I heard um, we're doing this on Super Bowl. I didn't hear. We are doing this on Super Bowl Sunday. Right. But uh, you before, did hear that. Yeah. Before, I know you like the Evergreen episode stuff, but look, Super Bowl Sunday. That mm-hmm. could be any Super Bowl Sunday. Right. It might <laughs> be, and it might be a Super Bowl of another sport. That's right. And I will say the year. But right. but the Bengals are playing the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> and Dr. Love Beats is off tonight. He's actually smelling his fingers after he ate. Today we have more stories that make you say, for real? Come on. Really? No. How can that be? You serious? Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. You see, some people are unlucky in love, but that's not the case here. So please enjoy. Unlucky in life. Our first bite is titled, Just Give Me a Sign. Happened April 3rd, 2009. That boy boy is rhyming today. (laughs) Told you it's going to be a good... Spitting bars. (laughs) Bars. Headline is, fourth meal becomes last meal. Mm. Now, we can all agree that Taco Bell is a culinary experience and a magical ride for your taste buds through Flavorville. Not to be confused with Flavortown, where, quote, the gravitational force of bacon wraps the laws of space and time. Guy Fieri, unquote. You know Guy Fieri. That's, Warp, your, that's your guy. Warps the laws. Yeah. Warps the laws of space and time. Space and time. Bacon mm. does that. That's Guy Fieri. That's Guy. But we're talking about Flavorville, where there are plenty of authentic Mexican eateries, such as the one and only Taco Bell. And do you like Taco Bell? I, I do, but I don't eat there very often. Well, you had one conveniently across the street, and then they, and they closed, they closed it. it. Well, they were Taco now. Bell and a Pizza Hut. Yeah, that's probably why I went under. Yeah, those places are never... Uh, very good. It doesn't make any sense because I ate there a lot too, and it's like, man, just drop the Pizza Hut part, right? Let's just get a Taco Bell yeah. popping off in this bitch. But no, no, yeah, no. I think the nearest one is in like Malden. Yeah, too far away. And yep. So I haven't had a Chulupa in a while. Well, you can DoorDash it. It's not too far. It's not that big a deal. But you might yeah. not be able. I, I don't know how far you are. Actually, I got a close <laughs> one, pretty close to me. Yeah, I was thinking, <laughs> there, isn't there one out that way? Yeah, there is. <laughs> But I just don't like. I like it when I have it usually, but I don't have it that often. I feel That's, like if, okay. I feel like if I ate that at that place a lot, I'm definitely gonna feel like shit. Yeah, for sure, for so sure you, you will. Just, you don't eat there often. No, not very often. All right, <laughs> we agree. I'm on glad that. we. I'm glad we could uh, clear that up. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes, the Taco Bell, a place to leave your regrets or create brand new ones or do both at the same time. Uh, going out, coming in scenario. And now that we all agree that Taco Bell is a culinary experience, it's still a very embarrassing place to die. Very, very embarrassing. Very. In the case of 49-year-old Diane Durr, Durr, <laughs> Diane Durr. <laughs> who happened to pass away or cross the border while answering its call, and was also thinking outside the bun, wasn't even eating there at the time, which makes it even worse. 
So this lady dies at a Taco Bell. She was at a Taco Bell, but not eating. Correct. That's where she met her mm -hmm. maker. Yep. We're setting the scene. Okay. And remember, this was in 2009. See. The Chambers, Nebraska woman was meeting a couple from Wyoming. I guess Wyoming and Nebraska are close. Um, Geographically. Sure. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> Email us at wakapod one <laughs> gmail.com. Let us know how far Nebraska and Wyoming is. We're not going to Google it. Don't fucking, don't tell us to do that. Anyways, they were going to sell them a dog, sell this lady a dog when the incident occurred. While waiting under a massive 65 foot sign like the ones you see from the highway, the massive structure suddenly toppled and landed right in the cab of Durr's pickup truck. The impact killed her instantly. And ironically, the sign that fell on her said, Live Moss. Oh, man, that is terrible. That is, that is the Grim Reaper saying, <laughs> Look at this of, shit. Hold my beard. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, that's just, that's just that's, cruel almost. It is. Live Moss. <laughs> I got a lot of questions too, because I want to know what happened to the dog. Uh, I want to know what happened to the Wyoming people. Did they see it happen? And what was that like for them? Right. I don't know. You know. I don't know. I feel like they would have mentioned if the dog died. Yeah. I, I, they might have. Um, But they didn't. So they, <laughs> Maybe they the didn't. dog. <laughs> I wonder if did the sign thing it was being picked up by her truck and it got confused and just landed on top of it and didn't land in the bed. Mm -hmm. That could, That's a possibility. And I wonder, did they remember put sauce in the bag? And were they out of Baja Blast? That's when you leave Taco Bell immediately. You're like, that's what you, you pull up and they go, what do you like? And they go, hey, y'all got Baja Blast in? So they say, no, you just drive right the fuck off. Yeah, I mean, you don't meet at a fucking Taco Bell to exchange a dog. You yeah, don't, don't do, do that. it there. You do it at the gas station. Or do it at a gas station? Do it at a uh, fast food restaurant whether, that has a way smaller sign. Whether it's dog sales, transfer to custody between parents, uh, any of that kind of that shit. Happens at you, go to, you go to the gas station. Well, yeah, you probably go to the McDonald's, actually. Yeah, you go that. to the McDonald's for that one. Um, that's true. But, yeah, just do it at the gas station. Uh, you don't do it at the Taco Bell. I'll tell you this, man. I'm, I'm, you, you don't transact at the Taco Bell. I'll no. tell you that much. You, these are the signs you don't go under because they're gigantic. McDonald's, mm -hmm. huge. Even though it's an M and it might miss you, but that might get you. But an arc is structurally very strong. Yeah. So if it lands on its feet, everything should be all right. Yeah. Unless its feet land on you. On you, on your truck. Mm. Jack in the Box has huge signs. You don't want to be It's just a big box. Yeah. Um, Arby's, you don't want to be crushed by that. It looks like a hat on an yeah, Arby sign. Yeah, it'd be like getting crushed by some Vegas sign. Like, Yep. You know the one sign I'm thinking? And I don't know if they have this everywhere in the country, so forgive us. But Waffle House, I've never seen a gigantic Waffle House sign. They're always no. pretty small. Well, they're always, um, they're always like three aren't feet. Aren't they always like separated? Every letter is like separated in the Waffle House when they spell out their name. Yeah, but but on these like new signs, they're just backlit and they're very, they're usually pretty small. Oh, I've, so, I, I haven't noticed that. Let's say if one fell in your truck, it would destroy the sign. Your truck would be fine. Okay. So just eat That's at the Waffle, Waffle House. House. Eat the Waffle House. <clears throat> or the IHOP. Can we say the IHOP? You can say the IHOP. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because you can eat the IHOP too. And Walmart's work too. And I think that's where a lot of custody and exchanges yeah, also happen. Also, or the Cracker Barrel. Yeah, Cracker Barrel. Huh. Yeah. Oh, those are the lesson learned. <laughs> so, yeah. The lesson, those were all the lesson learned. So, good okay. job. Yeah. Moving on then. Moving on. Moving on. I feel like we, you know, I feel like we turned that into a positive. 
I think we did too. You know, that lady probably doesn't feel that way, but she doesn't really know. She won't hear this podcast. No, she doesn't. She doesn't know, but others can learn. If, when you can learn from your own mistakes, that's good. Mm. But when you can learn from other people's mistakes, that's, that's even better. better. And that's the best, I would say. And you know what else? Test the wind when you go outside. Throw some grass up in the air. Mm-hmm. If it's windy as fuck, don't get under things swaying to and fro. Hey, and well, if it ain't swaying, we ain't playing. That's right. <laughs> uh, if we ain't playing, we ain't staying. And if we ain't staying, we ain't dying. So there you that's go. That's right. Lesson learned. <laughs> All right. Next fight <laughs> is titled Panic in the Sky. Happened June 2014 in the Congo, or really kind of over the Congo. And the headline is, get this motherfucking crocodile off this motherfucking plane. Oh, shit. Yeah. Traveling by plane, although the most convenient way to travel, comes with its unavoidable annoyances. We are talking like long lines, bag checks, security checks, security bag checks, cramped spaces, screaming children. Screaming adult children who refuse to follow simple rules, pieces of shit attacking flight attendants, and the occasional barking dog. And also, ladies breastfeeding their cat. There we, yep, forgot about that one. Add that one to the list. Yeah. Of shit you might have to <laughs> come across while flying nowadays. But a whole-ass loose crocodile is a pretty wild and unexpected problem to face while 20,000 feet in the air, I would say. Well, in June of 2014, 19 people died when a small plane went down during a routine fight over the Congo. The lone survivor of the crash described the events that led to the plane's fall from the sky, and it's one of the most uniquely strange stories in aviation history. And he said all of it fighting back big old crocodile tears. Oh. See, what had happened was apparently a passenger had boarded the aircraft with a crocodile in tow. Now, crocs can grow up to 23 feet, but generally they only have four. <laughs> you ever seen it? You ever seen a 23 footed crocodile? That shit's wild. It's, dude. it's, it's uh, wild. It's the ones that grow up near nuclear plants. <laughs> nuclear, 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 nuclear. This particular croc was on the way to see a doctor because he was suffering with erectile dysfunction and was living in denial about it. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And being that the the handler was not, in fact, crocodile hunter Steve Irwin or the crocodile Dundee. (laughs) (laughs) The the crocodile Dundee. The, the one Holy and only <laughs> What did they crown his ass? <laughs> okay. Being that the hander, you know what? We're moving yeah. on. So it was it, not Crocodile Hunter. No, and not Crocodile. The Crocodile <laughs> Dundee. The Crocodile Dundee. Uh, the dinosaur cousin escaped, which caused everyone on the plane to panic, of course. Right. Their shifting weight then caused the plane to stall. Oh, wow. Yep, ultimately bringing it down in a fiery wreck. And what's the lesson learned? Yeah. Get these motherfucking crocodiles off this motherfucking plane. That's right. That is right. And remember the story next time you're annoyed with a little shit kicking your seat. That must be annoying. But think about how annoying it is when you're dead. Mm -hmm. Because of a crocodile. How about a crocodile biting your seat? Would you rather that? (laughs) Think about it. No, I wouldn't rather have that. 
I wouldn't rather have a crocodile on an airplane whatsoever. So, yeah. But, I mean, it's crazy. Like, he did bring that plane down, but not in the way you immediately think. Right. Like, oh, like, he just he ate everybody. He didn't have to. He just scared everybody to one side of the plane, and it stalled the fucking plane out. It felt dropped out of the sky. Into the Congo, too, which is scary. Yeah, which is his territory. Yeah. So and all then, his friends could gang up. That's yeah. right. I think he knew that somehow. Yeah. Oh, he, animals have this extra sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely knew. And the lone survivor, that's wild that he even survived a plane crash did and he, a crocodile did attack. Did he then have to, like, fight his way through the Congo? Because if so, they should make a fucking movie out of that. That should be a movie anyways, but... Right. I mean, he had to. He got out somehow, so he's... Unless he's part of the Congo, yeah. and that, that was his home, and he was just like, okay, conveniently, I'm home. Dude. In a weird way. That's another screenplay we've got right there. That's the setup. What would we call it? We can make it a reboot of Crocodile Dundee and call it... The, the Cro- Crocodile Dundee. Dundee. <laughs> Congo. Congo edition. Congo 2. The Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Is there Congo one? Absolutely not. Jaws four, Jaws four, Congo two. <laughs> Next bite is titled "Isn't it ironic?" Don't you think? Happened March eighth. A little too ironic. Guess where this happened? March eighth, nineteen eighty nine, in Columbia, South Carolina. Oh, word, Columbia. Yep. Shout out. Shout out. Yep. Hour and a half from us. Mm-hmm. The capital. And lived there for three years, and Matt went to school there, so. Yeah, we know Columbia pretty well. Pretty well. Not in 1989, though. 28-year-old Michael Anderson Godwin was convicted of murder and sentenced to the electric chair in 1983. However, he appealed the sentence and it was lowered to life in prison. Or was it? In the eyes of the law, it was. But in the eyes of karma, not so much. Because on March 8th, 1989, Michael was watching TV with his headphones plugged into the TV. Now, either he was extremely close to the TV or the headphones were very long. Um, But either way, Mike decided his headphone wires didn't have quite enough bite marks on them. And boy, do your legs get tired standing and biting. So like any other regular human being with tired legs, he decided to sit. However, in prisons, the toilets are made of metal. And oh, does electricity hate metal? Electricity is more of the easy listening yacht rock type, like uh, Brian Adams or some Holland Oats. Oats. <laughs> so, because of its hatred of metal, Mike, avoiding the electric hot seat once, got what was always coming to him a deathly quiet heart. What I'm saying is he got electrocuted and died. So, what he did was apparently back in, in those days, you plugged your fucking headphones directly into the TV. Yeah. Okay. Don't know about that. Sure. Uh, was alive in 1989. We was were he in like prison? Was in prison cell. Okay. Yeah. And he bit his headphone wires, which was plugged, in, which the TV was plugged into the wall. Right. And he was sitting on a metal um, toilet. So, so he electrocuted himself. He became himself. part of the circuit. He did. He he completed the circuit. Ah, uh, that's no good. Yep. He he didn't short circuit. So not Johnny Five. So he just got. Just want to throw that in. He, so his own toilet in his cell became the electric chair, and he got he got executed. He did, and that's the lesson learned. I he think. got executed by the Grim Reaper. Yeah. Oh yeah. The lesson learned is you get what what's coming to you. You yeah. can find a destination, and if you want to, and kind of you know how they do in the movies, 
where they just kind of avoid it. So one of they the characters avoid always avoids it a but couple when times. Well, when it's your time, oh, it's boy. your time. That's why they have when the he's second com- one. When he's coming for you, you know, mm-hmm. he's coming for you. He's coming for you. And you might be able to get away for it for even years, like he did. Five years, six years he got away with it. Hey, nope. hey, we're all just getting away with it. It's just it's a matter how long. That's true. That's true, but his way was determined the first time. And he got out of it, and then he didn't. That's right. That's interesting. And that, that happened just an hour and a half from us. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, only, it only 30 years ago. Only 30 years ago, baby. All right, our next bike is titled Utterly Insane. Happened July 13th, 2013 in Brazil. 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 Headline is, not safe in your own bed. And that sounds terrible. Mm. Allegedly, this entire event started with a Brazilian man was arguing with his wife. And you know how they're fire. They're fiery. Mm -hmm. Brazilians. The Brazilians are fiery. About her recent accusations about him sleeping with another woman. Or as the wife put it, quote, that fucking cow. That fuck, I, I bet it sounded prettier the way she said it. It did. It was probably in Spanish, too. It was in Portuguese. Or Portuguese, thank you. Portuguesa. Portuguesa. Mm-hmm. After coming to some sort of agreement or stalemate, they both decided to go to the bed. So that's that's good for him. Yeah, um, for real. The husband, who is unnamed in this, and clearly convincing, because he actually got to sleep in the bed next to his wife of a bitch. A bi- <laughs> of an argumentative bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she uh, She's always trying to start shit. You know mm, that. Of course. Anyways, as he was sleeping peacefully, probably dreaming of sheep. And did she have like a bunch of fruits and bananas on her head? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. How'd you know? Yeah. Did you, well, have you seen this story? Before? Yeah. I think I, I think I read this story. <laughs> Anyways, while he was sleeping uh, peacefully, probably dreaming of sheep, a fucking entire cow fell through the roof and landed on top of him. To which the wife exclaimed, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> The wife and the cow and all ten titties was safe and sound, and the only visible injury the guy sustained was a broken leg. However, as you recall, this is not a close call of the week, so the guy died later of internal bleeding, probably because a cow fell on him. So how did a cow get on the roof? The cow got onto the roof by simply climbing the hill that the house was built against. Ah, okay. A natural ramp to get right onto the roof. You could just walk right onto it. And... Why wouldn't why wouldn't a cow do that eventually, or a horse, or any or other anything. animal that they have? They might be walking around. Um, that's the lesson learned. Like, why, why don't build your house near natural ladders and ramps? Well, I'm not I'm not against that because I can see uh, like you can build for way cheaper if you build into the side of a hill or something. So I'm, I'm not against that. that. But you got to have proper supports, and you can't allow really heavy animals to graze on that shit. I mean, it's still your roof. You got to have that shit fenced off, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not against building a house into a hill either, but you just can't have animals can't that have can cows on, on top it. of right. a fucking roof. So yeah. if you just don't do do one or the other, you can't do both, right. basically. And, the, and you know what? The wife was always right the whole time. Yeah. He was, was. He was fucking a cow. And that cow fucked them. Yeah. Well, fucked him for sure. I'd say fuck the both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You're right. You're right. They fucked the whole house. They fucked the whole house, the roof, all that. <laughs> Even though we did say what the lessons learned was, I forgot to tell you that some neighbors did see two cows hiding and peeking from behind the bushes, which they probably thought was a stakeout. 
The next bite is the close call. Close call of the week. And it's titled Sick and Tired of Being Sick of Tires. Happened April 2017. And the headline is Rolling into Town. <laughs> Vehicles can be both deadly and prevent deadly situations and are most of the time just innocent pawn and accidents people cause. However, they can also play villain occasionally in ways that seem impossible. Namely, they sometimes throw their fucking wheels at the exact angle and speed required to cause absurdly far-fetched accidents. Take, for example, the case of the Turkish drugstore. That sounds like a sexual position. Right. Um, the Turkish hey, drugstore. Is tomorrow's Valentine's Day you trying to do the Turkish drugstore or? Um, we might just wind up at the Armenian general store. <laughs> The pharmacy owner and two of his friends slash employees were in the right place at the wrong time. In April 2017, as the trio presumably discussed how awesome drugs are, a tire detached from a moving vehicle bounced down the street, glanced off a bicycle resting against a tree, presumably to say hello to the smaller tire. From there, the tire barreled into the pharmacy to pick up its prescription of Perpetia because it was going bald. Oh. A bald tire? Yep, bald tire. Get it? The three men were directly in the tire's path. It got one of the friends on the head, bounced off the front desk, and then smacked right into the second friend. Somehow, neither person was badly hurt, despite essentially being walloped by a giant rubber pinball. The tire the tire was interviewed and said, quote, The pharmacy had really good service, <laughs> even though the prices had gone up, but I know all about inflation. Uh, end quote. Yep, <laughs> Strangely, a very similar event occurred at a Texas medical clinic in 2014. 77-year-old janitor Manuel Mendoza stepped out in front of a window. Moments before a tire crashed through it, the rogue tire crossed the freeway, burst into the clinic, and bowled Mendoza over. Mendoza got a bit dinged up but was basically okay. And now this is the second and third lesson learned with tires involved that we've done. Yeah. And the first one was the girl going to spring break with her friends at a rest stop. Tire came out of nowhere and just smashed her. Right. So. Um, and yeah. And I, even though I told this story before that time, I saw a guy's tire pop right off of his car. And yeah. He just kept rolling down the street. Luckily, it didn't, it didn't run anybody over. But yeah, those tires get loose all the time. They get loose, man. They're going as fast as the car goes. I know. <laughs> so and they're still going, and they're still going There's even when the no, car stops. It's just pure going. When they just, pop it's off. just the tire. It's, not, it's it's take away all the uh, non-essentials. Yeah. And just have a rolling wheel. Yeah. I mean, even if the rubber part, even if it's only the rubber part, which I assume is that usually what it is, or does well, the entire wheel come I off? I think it's the whole. I think it's like the. Like the hubcap, everything, the brake pads, all that's in the wheel. Well, I don't know about well, like oh wait, you could take attach the tire, it like, from the axle, right, right. axle or whatever. Right. Fuck, I don't know. I'm not I'm like I don't know fucking cars. I or don't something. know shit, but but I'm just saying it's still got the metal like <laughs> rim part, yeah, and it's got the the rubber, right, and it's just going. <laughs> and that's all it is. Hey, listen to our new podcast. We're gonna start about all about cars. <laughs> we're, we're gonna talk. <laughs> Clearly, right. we know all about cars. We did. We knew that the brake pad was not in the wheel. Give us a fucking break. Guys. What the fuck is a brake pad? <laughs> all I know is 
Tommy Boy saved the day when he sold half a million brake pads. He did. <laughs> Man, he did save the day. Yeah, now it's time for Macabre Contradictions. A heartwarming story to cleanse the palate, put you in positive headspace. Mm-hmm. Uh, today we got a pretty short one because it's just a... Okay. It's just a and, and so to set the stage... Good. To set the stage... Yes. Um, we've seen a few examples uh, here of when the Grim Reaper just has kind of a sick sense of humor. Like here, take somebody out with a live my sign... Yes. Uh, execute the uh, prisoner by the electric chair, which winds up being his commode. Yep, and doing it himself. Yeah. Go um, ahead and, and, and just let a loose-ass crocodile... On a plane, on a scare plane. everybody on the other side of the plane and just take the whole plane take down. Take 19 people out. Um, mm. That's some pretty Thanks. macabre shit. But then sometimes uh, it's, it's like the exact opposite of that happens. Yeah. Some crazy good thing happens out of nowhere. So you got to remember that. And that's what... That's what Macabre Contradictions is. So thank you. You're welcome. And this one in particular is titled, Happy Days Are Here Again. And guess when this happened? I'm uh, going to tell you. February 4th. I was just about to guess this. <laughs> February 4th, 2022. Whoa, man. Yeah, so. Um, Which might have been recently or, or it might have been a long, a time, long ago. time ago. So well, depending on when you're listening to this, the headline is Taking Off the Edge. So if you look back on our crocodile story, which we were just talking about, remember flights can be a real kick in the dick with unruly fuck boys and fuck girls. Yeah, and you may find yourself wanting to duct tape a motherfucker to their seat or just cry. Well, stop thinking about that story because this is macabre contradictions. As of February 16th of 2022, you can drink again on Southwest Airlines. They were offered the gamut of alcohol, including liquor, wine, beer, champagne, tonic water, and hot chocolate. So that's it. So congratulations. If you're a flyer, you can deal with horse shit now on a plane because you're allowed to drink. But it also might make the situations worse. But this is a macabre contradiction, so I don't want to get into the negatives of that. Right. Um, I did not realize you couldn't drink alcohol. Apparently, it's just Southwest, or is it? It's uh, been all of them. So that's why that's why it's a a pretty big deal that they're bringing it back. It was all over the fucking news. It was in every news article. I was like, okay, this seems positive for people who like to fly a lot, which I don't. No, fuck no. Um, Especially after doing this this podcast, I'm like, I don't want to fly ever again. No. Um, But if I did, guess what? I can drink on Southwest. So maybe so congratulations well, let's hope for it. So maybe that'll chill people out. I mean, that's, I'm trying to, trying to look on the bright side of it. Yeah. Cause you can see where it could be, a, it could go wrong, but if they haven't been allowing drinking and people have still been acting a fool, right. You'll be able maybe to deal the with drinking it. will make this, mm-hmm. make it better. Cause it, it, people didn't always act crazy on airplanes. No, it's yeah. Just f- listen, if you're going to fly, you got to follow the, the flight rules. You just have to. You're in a fucking small ass yeah. airplane with you've a just, lot of other gotta, people. You've got to tolerate shit. You just got to do it. Just suck it up for exactly. fucking two hours, three hours. However long Everybody else is in the same position as you, and, and you all got to tolerate shit. And maybe, you know what? This is macabre contradictions. This is a positive note. That will chill those people out too. Being able to, they're like, oh, I have to take this mask off. I got to do it. I got to tell all these <laughs> fucking people to fuck themselves. <laughs> But then if they get to sip a little bit of uh, bourbon, then right. they'd be like, they oh, might just chill out. All right. Uh, turn, I need to your, relax. turn your iPad on 
or whatever play. Yeah. There's hell. There's screens in the back of the seats. Yeah. You know, and just chill out. Just chill out, man. You got this. And then by the time, or drink drink enough till you pass you, the fuck you out. You got it, but you gotta you've gotta hit that sweet spot, but you don't overserve. Right. You don't want to don't overserve belligerent people, but you gotta get get them like right in that like uh mm-hmm. that European kind of drinking in the afternoon style. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Where you're still functional, but you got a good buzz going. Yeah. Or over over serve them and, or, and make them pass the fuck out like slip flight. them a mickey or something yeah let's see, and let's, pass them the fuck out yeah. yeah especially if it's an overnight flight and especially um, if it's one you gotta duct it's tape it's for their own it's for everybody's own good yeah. if you gotta duct tape and then duct tape wait and then duct tape them after that yeah if you got a if you got a candidate for duct taping just go ahead and just slip that guy a mickey he needs it a mickey do people say that anymore no that's that is an old term um, I wonder where that came from, a Mickey. Hmm. I remember that's what they used to call it, though. I know. Tune in for our new that's podcast. What, that's what. Bill, <laughs> that's where, what where do words that's come what from? Bill Cosby was doing. <laughs> where do words come from? <laughs> where, 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 where do words mean? mean? <laughs> we'll have a new podcast about all about cars called Vroom Vroom, all about cars with two car experts, Matt and Josh, and we will talk about morning. all the mechanics and engineering. And <laughs> we'll talk about brake pads for stuff. hours. <laughs> For hours, we will just sit yes. here and talk about blinker fluid. It will be. <laughs> um, it will be at least <laughs> at least three hours. Uh, yeah, top to bottom <laughs> on brake pads. Yeah, uh, their theory, <laughs> their theory, their history, and development and practical uses. And this is guys, guys, listen. This is only the, a twenty-five part series. So after the twenty-five parts, we'll move on to another <laughs> another subject, <laughs> another aspect of brake pads. It'll be it'll be where do words come from? What do words mean? All right, this one's been fun. Uh, yeah, that's all we have for Macabre Reality Bites today, my my friends. Uh, that was good. Yeah, I, this, I enjoyed those stories. Thank you. And they, every, all of these people were unlucky in life. So they were chosen by by death. It was their time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it was time for for them to live less, <laughs> not moss. Be unalived. I, I was thinking about this the other day. We've done uh, what thirty four episodes when this one airs. How many different ways have we come up with? Like, have we talked about people dying? Hundred? Oh, uh, maybe more, maybe less. Hundreds. Hundred. I, I would say over a hundred. Over a hundred. Yes. Okay. And then um, some of them were the same. Obviously, the tire thing is right. a repeat. But it's still bizarre as fuck that it happened three even that even that it happened three times is way crazy but yeah okay yeah hundreds i would yeah because we've done a lot of bites where we've done multiple right hmm. and we still got more i mean there's more it's even crazier ways we've never heard of yet that blows my mind a little bit yeah oh, okay i was just thinking about that yeah no well and we'll we'll get to them all <laughs> all of them we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna stop until all of them are done until and guess we've what done all of them when there's a new one, including we're gonna do a new so a new show. Yes, including the submarine one. Yeah, which we'll we will do. Okay, if, if, that's hey, a teaser. If you promise, then it's we'll a do teaser. It. Please continue to listen and like and share all of our shit. Hey, um, the sticker thing worked. Some some people are getting some free stickers. Thank you guys for so, reviewing. Thank you. I w- can we extend it? You want to extend it another week? Absolutely. Let's just extend it, baby. For Let's sure. Extend it. 
extended. Uh, if so, if you review, give us a review on Apple Podcasts, a written review. We'll send you some stickers. Shoot us some messages afterwards. Let us see the review. We'll send you a sticker pack. If you don't listen on Apple Pods, if you listen on anything else, uh, review us on Facebook. Um, so, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Let's get do stickers. it. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. We appreciate you. You can always, always email us at macabpod1 at gmail.com. And uh, let me just spell that for some people out there. Macabpod1 at gmail.com. M-A-C-A-B-R-E-P-O-D-1 at gmail.com. Follow us on all socials at macabpod1. We are on Patreon. If you don't know what Patreon is, it's different levels of support for the podcast. Mm -hmm. And there's, you know, for each amount of money you can give, we give you extra things. So if you want to know how me and Matt met or how many bodies we've seen or unedited episodes, um, you know, we got some got some merch coming. So just holler at that. See what you can give um, or just if you can't give anything, that's OK, too. Just support us when we appreciate you. Absolutely. Me and Matt uh, dedicated ourselves to spend exactly zero dollars on marketing. So we like because we like to do a uh, grassroots style um, family building type of thing mm-hmm. and we're seeing the family grow every week there's a whole bunch of mobsters and we're worldwide baby so congratulations to all the mobsters out there thank you for coming together yeah <laughs> we actually got we got one in thailand now so welcome to the family mobster nice um for sure yeah i could talk all day about how thankful and grateful we are for all you listeners out there bienvenido thank you so much. yes still coming that's right welcome welcome uh, I do want to give a real quick special shout out to the state of Virginia who is coming together and just the Commonwealth, <laughs> the Commonwealth of Virginia is coming together, listening to our podcast in droves. And I don't know why, but God bless you guys. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Um, Virginia, go ahead and start reviewing. We'll start sending stickers. Y'all can put them all over Virginia. That'd be Virginia. Sick. Manassas. You can put them all over Manassas. Oh, Manassas. Molasses, the molasses and molasses. The molasses and molasses. Is there anything else you want to add, my friend? Uh, no, no. I think I can. I think that covers it. Cool. Well, until next time for the council, I am Josh. Thank you all so much. Remember to stay safe out there and be careful not to find yourself in your own macabre reality. Bye bye. <laughs>